Where's the queen's spirit What's up, baby? And welcome. Welcome to Off-Field Drama. I'm Sauce. I'm Berkey. And that's our fucking song. We're How are back. We? How yeah. are you, mate? You I'm well? good, buddy. Yeah. yeah, I'm doing a lot better than you are. I can yeah, assure I you that. Hence why these are going on. <laughs> no, they're not. Take them Just off. for a bit until I acclimatise. He thinks he's a rock star now after five episodes. Six, buddy. <laughs> I forgot we had that double drop last week. Yeah, that's how we roll. That is how we roll. Thanks, boys. Thanks for uh, looking after us. Hey, it's all good. We haven't got anything to do. I certainly don't. I've got a couch to go back to and a bit of Uber Eats. We, uh, we need to, straight off the bat, put a sincere apology out to all the shareholders because... Uh, There's a real obvious omission here. You're missing a key part of what was meant to be today's episode. And I think it's fair to say that, you know, we're on his schedule. We're on ALF time. We are. The big fella's not here. We're not sure if he's still in Belmore kicking on after that victory or do you have an update on where the big fella is? I think he's celebrating with the local Wayne, if you know Wayne from uh, the Caxon, one of our great locals. Now nah, he, he uh, had to postpone until next week and it makes it all the more fitting for episode number seven. Mm. And that great man... Oh, that great man had that number seven on the back for all his career. So was that intentional? Might have been. Has he been playing us this whole time? He might be watching. Who He's knows? a cheeky little fella. He, I can't wait. Oh. I cannot wait to have him on. Yeah, I've used the word Toey, but I can use it again as long as we're waiting. I'm Toey. Yeah. Okay, so Ep seven. Ep seven. And that is fitting. I think originally when we wanted him here. We said Ep seven. Ep seven. I think yeah. we might have told the shareholders that, so we jumped the gun. He was never a five eight, so Ep six didn't probably didn't sit well. But there we go, shareholders. Ep seven. Alfie Langer <laughs> in the building. Let's buck, baby. Mate, how uh, how's your weekend? Big uh, big news at Jeeps. I heard mm, massive. I uh, took my talents down to Yoku Road for the first time in 2023. Old boys day, yeah. so quite fitting being a old boy myself. Put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into that club. We played the Filth Brothers, who are if you're not familiar with. Uh, the very, biggest rankers <laughs> in uh, in Premier Grade Rugby. Mate, it was fantastic. It was uh, an absolute privilege to be back at the uh, the home of rugby. The glue factory. Yeah, it was pumping. How uh, how'd Stixie get on? I heard him I heard you gave him a bit of a spray. Yeah, the five eight for brothers copped an absolute mouthful from start to finish. Yeah. Um, deservedly so too. Do you think, this would be a good question for Klutzy as well, do you think that you rattle players? Do you think Do you think that what you say from the sideline <laughs> affects their performances? Me personally? Or because I tell you what, I was with a fair few shareholders and they were getting stuck in. Yeah. And there, there was dialogue coming out of people's mouth that would have rattled most. <laughs> there was a number 23, whoever you are, <laughs> there was a reason he was number 23. <laughs> Poor fella. <laughs> Copped an absolute ear bashing. What's your go-to? Oh, your shit house 23. <laughs> just, just. Your shit house and whatever number. I'll you tell you say. what was getting thrown around was hope you did tunnel tackles during the week. <laughs> I haven't heard of tunnel tackles <laughs> since under sixes. Oh. I don't even know if I'm saying that right, but there was a fair bit of that chat. It was awesome, mate. It was so good. It's all about the delivery and timing too. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's right. It was funny because you forget how much Ash Grovians get around their club. They were pouring in from the northern side, eastern side. You couldn't get a park. It was a, in the end, I think it ended up being 57, 38 or something. Big win, big points. Big win. Good defence from both sides. 
Mate, it, there was about 5,000 down there, but it, it felt like a packed Wembley. Yeah. Packed what? Wembley. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'm, I'm, I'm used to North, so there being about 50 people there. Now, for people that don't know, Source plays for a club that you could compare to the West Tigers of the NRL, the North Melbourne of the AFL. So when I talk... Used to play. Well, yeah, thank God. When I talk about, you know, playing down at Jeeps and going down to Yoku Road on a Saturday, this is so foreign for Saucy. Having <laughs> grown up being a Northern Eagle, Man. it couldn't be further away from reality for the big fella. So we'll have to get him down there one day. I want to just quickly say... And this is what was quite a disappointing way because, as you can imagine, when the gallopers get up on a Saturday, there's there's carry-on that goes till all hours of the morning. Now, once the game ended, we had the uh, privilege of heading back to a mate's place to watch the Wallabies. Mm. Now, Pri- Privilege? <laughs> no, no, thank you, because it wasn't a privilege. Now, you go from the highest highs of watching the gallopers – pump the filth on a Saturday mm. and then you've got to watch the Wallabies serve that shit up against the Pumas. Eddie Jones, get your ass down to Yoku Road on a Saturday, big fella, and that's what running rugby's all about. We are terrible. They're not going well. We're, they aren't going well at I mean, all. How long are we out from the World Cup? Where I think September, October it kicks off. So quick mass would tell me a couple months. Yeah, that sounds about right. We are, whereas alarm bells ringing, we said this last episode that we needed a huge bounce back game. Yeah. My Godfather, if that was the... uh, Bounce back we didn't. Bounce back we didn't. Eddie Jones has got a lot of questions. There's a few players in that side that... They're just not Wallaby players. I watched a glimpse of uh, All Black South Africa. Now, that's a couple of footy teams right there. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's a footy side. Look, let's not bore the shareholders too early with the Wallabies. What would you get up to, mate? You look hungover as all hell. I fucking feel it. <laughs> no, I just uh, I got into my business after the Seafood Fest on Saturday, and here I am now, Monday. Had a... You know, somewhat successful day doing the seafood and and uh, decided to celebrate, dip my feet in and then ended up going to the Arana Leagues Club, I was telling you. First yes. time there. Great. One of the great establishments in uh, the Western North Brisbane area. Uh, Northwestern. Northwestern, mate, whatever. <laughs> you, you get, you're picking up what I'm putting down. Any, <laughs> anywho, then went to the brook and... I've got a little bit of a bone to pick with with the security guard at the brook. Okay, security guard seven five two, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish I knew his number. He didn't let uh, one of the one of the my mates I was with in, and you know, uh, someone who knows the rules and that you, you know, you know, the rules can be bent and. But he let he can you have in? a bit of leniency. He decided to ID the oldest bloke there, who's twenty nine. Mm. Doesn't ID me. Uh, uh, the the bloke who I was with didn't have his ID, and he said, "Oh, you can't come in. You're not allowed to. You'll give him drinks and stuff." Mm. And I said, "Mate, he's twenty nine. <laughs> like, are you playing fucking with your doodle or what? Like, what are you trying to come on? Like, we're here trying to have a good time." Whatever, and the manager comes over, and we knew one of the girls there, and she let him in, and I just thought, what a wanker, <laughs> you know, what a wanker. What but time of the hour was this? Then he comes back. This is probably seven thirty. Okay, you know, having a feed, want to watch the footy. What then he time comes up to just, me. What time did you start on the gas, just so oh. I can get an idea about? Finished in the early hours of Monday. No, and, what time and then, did you uh, start? Early hours of Sunday, sorry, and then yeah. started. We started for like two. It wasn't two. You two are late. all over the joint. Yeah, today. I am. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you listen to my story of this, I don't even care. Anyway, <laughs> old mate, old mate came up and then said, "At the brook, the brook, nice new place. You're not allowed to wear a hat. Take your hat off. What? Once you get in, or just at? I'd been there for an hour, and he and I said, "Why didn't you tell me when I came in, mate?" <laughs> that's ru- that's that's ridiculous. just that's just like pull your finger out. It's the nicest thing in that area by a country mile. But we're not talking like it's not an RSL. 
Nah, you no, know, nah, you're take not. I my hat every day of the week off in an RSL or at a, you know, one of those places. You're not doing a minute silence at eleven o'clock in the no. morning. You know. uh, okay, now I I have noticed and I can't believe what I'm seeing, but you've got a ring on your finger. I thought Again. we, I thought we told you already that you are not a ring guy. Well, I can't get it off. Get it off. I can't get it off. I'll tell you what. I'll be chainsawing that finger if I see another ring on it. You reckon? Yeah. There's no more rings on your finger. There's one now. <laughs> it's staying there. The old Lord of the Rings here. What's that <laughs> ugly fuck's name? What's his name? Gollum. Gollum. That's what we'll start uh, calling you if you keep rocking up with the Gollum with Barker. a ring on your finger. All right. So you you're feeling good now. A bit dusty. Oh but yeah. Very. Those fucking sunnies on your head. I tell you. They're you- hiding some pain. Is that better? Yeah. Oh. 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 Right, I tell you. You look terrible. So, look, big show today. We're going to cover a few things. Wimbledon uh, happened over the weekend. Yeah, pal Carlos. Obviously want to talk about what happened last Wednesday. The broomstick wasn't out. We've put that away for uh, 2023. We did lift the shield, but... It hurts. Yeah, it wasn't the ending we wanted. It's bittersweet. We'll cover what happened in the NRL. Obviously, we've got our flog and legend of the week. Yeah. And anything else that uh, may pop to mind, maybe? Mate, if it comes to mind, it'll come to mind. That's right. So, look, let's kick off with what happened last Wednesday night at a course stadium. It was flat as fuck for a Queenslander, I'll be totally honest with you. Full credit to Freddie and the Blues. Yeah, I well think, done, Fred. I, I think, think he, we've got to give Freddie a little tap on the back there. I think he, he finally listened. Yeah. He got around OFD and he, for once in his life, he felt like a shareholder. Mm. You know what I mean? He was talking like a shareholder. He actually made some decisions, which as Queenslanders, we'd been screaming out for... Weeks. I, I heard a good take on his team selection saying that he just puts a bunch of faces up on a board and throws a dart at the <laughs> general direction and that's that's the team that he picks. Well, there's a conspiracy theory going around that Billy actually told the boys to let, excuse me, let New South Wales win so Freddie would keep his job. There's no way that's true. It's a conspiracy theory. Do as you will. As, but- a, as a Queenslander. I roll over in my grave if I hear that. That is, I mean, it's like I said, it's a conspiracy theory, but it's out there. I'm throwing it out there. Whoever wants to grab it. We've personally, as Queenslanders, we've given Freddie another year, I think. Yeah. Well, is that the whole point of it? Because so we can win next year. That's just, this is what I'm saying, Saucy. Yeah, yeah, we want him back so Queensland can go three in a row. Okay, I don't, I don't mind that now. <laughs> what, what I will say is, a, couple, a few takeaways from the game. Before I get into the game, I have a massive issue with the NRL, and in particular, their entertainment department. Now, the choice of bed, they picked uh, 660. I'm going to go here, Saucy. I gave him a little tease. They picked 660. Now, I don't know... 660 from a bar of soap, but I've heard nothing but good things. Correct. And I think they are good. They gave me sticky finger vibes. Yeah. Big time sticky fingers. But this is Origin, okay? And last time I checked, Origin is the most physical, aggressive game in the world. What those blokes were playing pre-game, I thought they were going to give the crowd a Gatorade saxophone to play (laughs) along with. Because I felt so Rastafarian that there was a bit of hoochie macoochie flying around my nostrils. And it's too soft and slow. Yeah, you need something a bit uplifting. Like, fire the crowd up a bit. Bring back Jimmy. Jimmy Barnes. Jimmy Barnes will do if it means fine. I'm all for 660, but just a bit too slow for me. Yeah. Okay, I know you've got a, you're a bit different opinion. You, you like him? No. No, Not really. No. <laughs> but no, I, I, I like I like what you're putting. You know, putting out. They, I think I think you want to be G'd up for Origin. That's it. You just you, you, the crowd needs to be fired up and not put to sleep. I'm loving their vibes. Yeah. All right, if it's 420 blazing style, but 
It's not. But it, it's 8 p.m. on a Wednesday. It's 8 p.m. on a Wednesday. People are about to go to war. It's ex- thank you. Good choice of word there. Now, they were they were great, but not for Origin. Not for Origin. Okay, and I think they've probably got other songs out there. I don't know if that was their latest single that they're promoting. And look, shout out to Six Sixty. Yeah. All right, big fans, but that's on the NRL Entertainment. They they fucked it up. Um, before and they've done that again. We'll see you at Splendor 660. Yeah, there you go. And that's, are they doing Splendor? No, no. Yeah, that's coming up. So look, that was my quick little issue. In regards to the game, Cam Murray at 13, we've been saying that a lot on this podcast. Killed it. Thank God for that. Finally. Cody Walker. Killed it. Killed it. Bradman Best. Killed it. Bingo. Who else killed it for him? They were pretty good all over the park. Tell you who killed it for him? Stephen Crichton. Yeah. Had a great game. Had some massive tackles on Reuben Cotter. Shit, Reuben Cotter was running a line. For me, it was Cody. Yeah. Cody straightened the attack and sort of setting up his outside men more so than Jerome. Jerome does. And I reckon, yeah, that was the key. It was kind of scary. I think DCE and... and uh, Val. And Val and when Nanai on that side. Yeah. they s- wigged out and forgot that they've ever played footy together before and didn't know how to defend. Spot on. But, you know, shit happens. It's origin. New South Wales rose to the occasion. Good to see. They saved their best game for last. Val in particular, he was, he was really bad. Um, I had a message that I sent to a bunch of mates at halftime to just get the boys up. It was a simple message that I think Billy needed to convey but maybe didn't, which would have been, do you want to make history or do you just want to satisfy with winning the series? Yeah. And we were clearly satisfied with winning the series. Yes. People remember clean sweeps. You know how you were comparing that 2010 team to that team in terms of would have gone to Golden Point. That 2010 team would have put 30 on that. Yeah, they would have. Yeah, like that yeah. was – that just wasn't the team. They weren't desperate. Xavier Coates wasn't there. I think we missed uh, Walshy in a big oh, way out the back. Well said. God, Ponga, would love for yeah. you to get that head right, yeah. brother. Brimo, Brimo tried, but – Brimo just, tries, but Brimo doesn't have that flash. You just yeah. – that was pit, a – Pit stop starty. Yeah. Just flying on. I think Fleggy was a bit of a miss too. Fleggy was a myth. Yeah. Good to see Horsburgh get his cap, but well-deserved from one big red to the next. That was good. Chloe Matungi had a great moment to set up Brian Toho's first try. Those hands were fantastic. Yeah. Um, well, makes me look forward to uh, next year. I mean – and, I'm, and, I'm, and what I'm looking forward to even even more now that that's over is the, the Women's World Cup. Uh, uh, let's go, Matildas. Let's go. At Bing OFD, we got a huge support behind the Matildas. We, I, my biggest fan, Sam Gorry. Sam Gorry. Where would she play on the footy field? I've completely fluffed that and, <laughs> and, and thought of Sam Kerr and Katrina Gorry. I couldn't pick in the moment. Shout out to both of them. <laughs> Sam one Kerr. brain cell just said, hey, say one thing. The other one said, say the other. Nah, Sam Kerr, obviously the captain. She's everyone's favourite. Uh, Katrina Gorry, little Brisbane girl. I think she's about this tall. Okay. She's a freak. Right. So fit, so like good around the park, does not stop. Um, just long balls. Her oh, long ball, okay. She's got a bit of skulls about her. Bit of Paul Skulls. Is it like an L1 triangle, FIFA style? Literally. Yeah. L1, yeah. L1 triangle. She's got that down pat. Bingo. Yeah. We would love for them. I think if they can make semis, that would be a huge achievement. Yeah. I did um, did a bit of research today for your saucy while you were had a bit of head noise, mate. I decided that I'd come up with a few little smokies for the tournament. Now... We do have a bit of a fan base, as you know, in Norway. Now, I've got the Norwegians playing a massive role in this World Cup. Talk to me. They've got in the top five in the world, two of the top five players in the world. I don't know much about the rest of their side. But I've had a little look on sports, but I think you can get 51 to 1. On on Norway? On on Norway. Wow. (laughs) Now, that deserves a blueberry. Because as we would know, and I've copped a bit of an ear bashing for that same game that I threw up 
on uh I don't think one leg hit. <laughs> on one one leg did hit. Yeah. Hammer? Hammer. Hammer, time. hammer yeah. went over. Hammer now, doing hammer things. That was a tough start for all the shareholders out there. I'm gonna promise you a bit more in the future. That was like they say, like you were kicking like Kurt Gidley. Well, I was punting like Saucy. <laughs> my uh, my girl Sabalanka didn't come through. I think she lost in the semis. No. In the, uh, the women's. In the women's tennis. Yeah. And my two men got both dusted yeah. in, the, in the semis. Who'd you have? Yannick? You had Yannick Sinner? I had Yannick Sinner who got a good lesson from the Joker. And, and then, then I had the Russian Medvedev, Medvedev got yeah. dusted. But back to the Matildas, we're going to be cheering them on real hard. We'll keep you all up to date with breaking news. Yeah. If we can get them on here just for a little word. Yeah. There's another. I, I actually watched the doco on uh, Disney Plus. Well, world at our feet. And uh, I reckon they're a chance. I seriously think that they're a chance. They're my Smokey. They're paying 13. Good. You know, a hometown Smokey. Australia. Surely the crowd gets up for them. They beat the French last (laughs) Friday. They play real good in front of Aussie crowds. Yeah. They lift. That's a fact from Source there. They got this this young young, uh, Mary Fowler striker. They got. uh, He's come prepared, Shareholders. No, dude. I seriously. I'm a Matilda. (laughs) You are a Matilda. I'm a buddy waltzing Matilda. I'd love to. I was trying to get tickets to their games, but it's sold Sold out. out. Kako, get any? Not, I don't know, I'll let you know. Yeah, Kenya? Yeah. yeah. Surely you could pull a few strings. I'll see what I can do for you. It's going to be interesting. I'd love to know what the crowd at Caxton it'll, Hotel is like. It'll be cute. No, nah, but oh, as the in the, the clientele? Or, yeah, yeah I would I, love for you to report I, back. I'd say there'd be a lot of families and young kids. Do you know Do you know who this is? A, this is actually true. More women, and I think this is great, by the way, more women... Young girls play soccer, play football. Mm. Then oh, he's then used football. There you go. More women, young girls yeah. in Australia are signed up to play football than rugby union players than boys playing rugby union. So that that tells you the growth of soccer in Australia and how fucked we are as a rugby union nation <laughs> going forward. Well, that's an interesting so, stat. Yeah, that's I, that's. I tell Crazy. you what, for a bloke that's hung over, you've never spoke, spoken more intelligently in your life. I think I uh, – if hey, how about this? I was going to say, we need an <laughs> OFD. We need an OFD punnet. We need someone to go to the uh, the games. Why don't I go and you run the fort here? So are you going to – you're, you're going to get an inside scoop. I'll get you? down. I'll get the media pass. I'll go back. I'll go, I'll go downstairs. I'll talk to my girl, Gory, Kerr, Fowler. Yeah. Yallop, uh, who else? Van, what, e- Van Egmond, and big, what, big fan of her work, number 10. What do um, you want me to do? Manage the caco? You reckon, how do you reckon <laughs> you'd go there? What do you reckon? Oh, geez, it'd be on for young and old if I was uh, put in charge of we'd this get, place. We'd get shut down within an hour. <laughs> <laughs> you'd, I, you'd, be, you'd be behind the bar. I, hey, mate, have this one. <laughs> I've actually... I've. Being a leader my whole life, so it would be nothing new. <laughs> turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> Throughout most sporting teams, I've normally either had the VC or the C beside oh, my name. Man. It's, man, oh, man. It's one of my true qualities. But oh. I don't know how I would go from a financial point of view. That that would be a different story. But um, big time, big time, big time. Let's go, Matildas. Rock on. Let's do this. I'm going to put this out to the shareholders. If Sam Kurt kicks a bicycle t- kick goal, can we have a fucking free bar at the CACO? Yes. <laughs> For the shareholders. Shareholders only. Okay. Now. Sam Kerr has to come back. Sam Kerr, this is Berkey here. How are you? I'm going to need you to kick a bicycle kick for all the shareholders because Saucy's going to have an open bar at the CACO. Let's get this out there to the shareholders to send to Sam Kerr. This is great from you, Saucy. If you've seen, if you've seen the, uh, the footage of the Maroons upstairs, that's, that's the Matildas. Yes. Okay. That's a gr- that is a great little... Uh, we'll fly them up from the final in Melbourne or Sydney <laughs> <laughs> and then you can party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is all time. How good. Right, I so say Wimbledon 
wrapped up last night and it was a huge, huge game by the world number one and world number two. What we would presume will be the GOAT, Novak, and uh, the next big thing, Carlos. Carlos Alcarez. There you go. I need that pronunciation. I can't. I got you here, There's a few tongue twisters out there. That's why you always need a bloke like Saucy to help you out. It was a thrilling game. Went for five sets. Everything you could ask for and more in a grand final. Carlos came away with the chocolates. He did. The young buck from Spain. Five sets. Five sets. Was lost the first 6-1. I saw that. So it was 6-1, 7-6, then broke back 6-1. In the first three sets. How weird is that? Yeah, that what a is sway wild. of a game. And then 6-3, I think, yeah. the fourth might have been. Yeah. But to go down 6-1 in the first set to a bloke like Novak and to have the Cajonas yeah. to regroup. He's got them Cajonas. He's got massive Spanish Carlos balls. Got, Carlos got meat. Yeah, those, I think at the moment the Spanish balls are running around he's at got, the moment. He's got croquets of just... <laughs> 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 Just a good set of nuts on the young fella, and that's big, what we like. Big old Carlos Croquesa. <laughs> How good. So we got the dub, and an interesting fact, Saucy, and you know here we, we provide facts that most young kids out there don't know what's happening, but he's the first person to win the Wimbledon since the Big Four. Really? Since when? Since he was born, which is 20 years ago. So for the last 20 years, Wimbledon has won, been won by either Novak, Rafael Nadal, another Spanish bull of his, <laughs> Andy Murray, and Mars. the great FedEx, Fedra, yeah. Roger Fedra. <clears throat> so, mate, massive achievement. Nike put out a post today, and I, God, I can't get enough of their marketing team. It was, don't belong to an era, Start your own, just do it. Mm, that's 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 big. Now that's what Nike does. Yeah, Nike you know, get it. Nike, Nike do what they do because yeah. they get it. They're the best. So it, that segs me into my little segment here. Carlos, you are off-field drama legend of the week. That's a hell of a performance. Right, rightfully so. Youngest person ever to, to, at his age, win two Grand Slams. Well, how old is he? 20. Is he 20? 20, yeah. So it, it sets up for a massive US Open. Yeah. I think those two and will go round yeah, two. Yeah. How do you go on a tennis court? I think we've discussed this. I'm pretty handy. <laughs> okay, well, next. next We're next, NBA. Well, hey, both, both of us are NBAs, brother. Natural born athletes. <laughs> oh, I thought I didn't realise we touched on your tennis skills. How and, do you go? Oh, pretty handy with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're I, left or right? I'm right-handed. I'm a grinder. If I had to say who my game was, it a little Leighton. It would, yes, Leighton. But don't, I, don't win, don't win. But you stay in the fight. Yeah, I, I, I'll tell you what. You'll be up till three a.m. watching a five-setter if I'm playing. <laughs> I can't serve for shit, mate. Yeah, but I just hit everything back. I want unforced errors from the opponent. Yeah, nice. Yeah, seen you play ping pong. Oh, shit, I'm a good ping pong player. Yeah. If you yeah. can play ping pong, you can play tennis usually. I'm going to put it out there. Any shareholders that want to take me on in a game of ping pong, I'm all yours, baby. I'll be there for a game of beer pong after. <laughs> <laughs> Who won the women's? We lost that. I don't know. I lost Sab- track after Sab-, Sab-, Sab lost in the center. Yeah, we, it we was, tuned out. It was two just, like, mm. randoms. Yeah, you know, I yeah. Respectfully, just two two. I've never heard of them. We tried our hardest to watch, but unfortunately, I was too busy carrying on after a Jeep's win. Yeah. Now I, I forgot to say after uh, after the situation at the brook with uh, not being able to wear a hat, ended up leaving and then uh, came back here to the Caco, of course, and then uh, went on to the valley. You've been to the valley on a on a lately on a Hang on. on a on a Sunday night. You've head into the valley on a Sunday. Some of the strangest people in Brisbane frequent the valley, and that's not surprising. But on a Sunday night, oh gee, I I didn't I didn't really I don't know. It was all right, bit of fun, bit of something different. It was it with a few people from here? You know. Where do you a, take your talents to in the valley? So we went to RG's. It was the only place sort of open. You didn't go to then, Fluffy's you know, again, did hey, you? Do you know who I... <laughs> <laughs> no, we went to the Wickham and then the beat. No, we, we, uh, 
you guess I forgot this will, I forgot to say this. So we ended up going to um RG's and then Sukasa and all the Dolphins players were there at Is Sukasa. Sukasa, top of the tube? Top uh, of the Jubilee Hotel? No, no, no. Nowhere near that. Right. Um I'll keep ne- my opinions next to, to myself. It's next to, <laughs> it's next to Rick's and it's upstairs and it's you walk up about fifty stairs to one floor. Shit. It's just like vertical stairs. All the Dolphins boys were celebrating their, their big loss. <laughs> loss to Penrith. Well that they should have won that good. game. They should have won that game, but yeah, they, they um, as stocks. But they were enjoying themselves, just chilling out in the booth. It was fucking packed at that place. Hang and on. He, would they catch a plane from Redcliffe to get to Sue Carson? <laughs> They got the train. <laughs> what are those pricks doing going out in the valley from Redcliffe? Good question. Tell you what, love to know what time they got home slash where they would have stayed. They were all enjoying themselves. It's a pretty good vibe in that in that joint. Um, bloody anyway, I, we got out. Oh, this was one of the strangest things that I've ever just heard from a human being. Um, and I feel bad. I don't know, I feel bad for the guy. Kinda. He, uh, we get out of the Uber and he's this sort of this Asian fellow. He, he was like, four of us got out and he goes, can you call me an ambulance? And I was just like, so, sorry, what? Are you, <laughs> you're all right. And he looked fine. Like yeah. he looked completely fine. He's like, oh, my heart's just racing like a million miles an hour. Mm. And I was like, immediately, I'm like, do you, do you take anything? Like, what have you, what have you had? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like in the valley on yeah. a Sunday this time. What are goes, you trying to sell me, big fella? Yeah, and I was like looking around. I'm like, this is weird, just straight off the bat. And then he goes, shit you not. He said, no, I've, I haven't taken anything. I've just drank a lot, smoke a lot, and I've eaten a lot of kangaroo meat. <laughs> I swear to God. Where was he at the Outback Steakhouse? Who's what <laughs> since okay? So then, and I said, mate, I'm you're having like a panic attack, mm. like you're fine, like sit down on the bus stop. And one of the girls called, some other girl called an ambulance for him. And I, well, I was just like, I'll see you later, bud. Like, you're, you're fine. ruining you're, my vibe, you're fine. Like, yeah. and, he, and he goes, you know, but you know, when you eat red meat and and you drink soda water, and I said, dude, like, chill, <laughs> but no, especially when you eat kangaroo meat, <laughs> apparently it makes your heart rate go up. Did you get a name of this character? I couldn't care less. <laughs> yeah. Moving on, though. Look, so let's cover what happened on uh, the NRL across the weekend. It was once again just another great weekend for all footy fans out there. But in particular, what happened on Sunday afternoon in Auckland, it was in regards to a team that I'm going to say is close to as unrecognisable as I've seen. The Warriors in 2023 are nothing short of spectacular. They have completely changed the brand of footy and who they are. The way they play is exciting. They are. Sean Johnson's back into his strides. Sean Johnson, and don't duck and laugh at this, shareholders, Sean Johnson might just be on his way to a dally yet. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that before you even said it. (laughs) And I'll tell you who's going to win coach of the year. Mr. Webster. Mr. Webster is an absolute lock for coach of the year. And you know why? I think this is why they should be a coach like that, should win it. Often it's the the coaches that are are coaching good teams. He's picked them up from being shit like just not oh they're, they're like a bunch good. of fucking touch footy players that giggle and have a laugh yeah, when they're losing a coach of the year is someone who picks up a shit team and mm. takes them to where they're going not ivan cleary correct who, who who's won back-to-back prems no it's more so at that at that point it's the players and the system and whatever but andrew webster correct this team turning around yeah and, you know they're well, they're an absolute smoky yeah oh, they're a big time smoky and i'm they're almost as they they I don't want to say it, but they probably might make top four. They, they're fucking good. Mate, I'm serious about that. They've got to run home. I had a quick little sneak peek at their run home. And let's just say they play one top eight side, I think, for the remaining part of their season, which is the Raiders this week. Favourable. Mate, they'll, they'll make top four. And Andrew Webster will win Coach of the Year. The only other Coach of the Year is a close mate of the podcast, which is our boy Kevy. But he wouldn't get it because he had the talent last year. They just choked. Yeah. So you can't really give it to Kevy. That's why I think Andrew Webster's a lock. Broncos were 
Well, they were what we expected at Belmore. And man, Tristan Sailor. Oh. Just Tristan doing Tristan things out the back. Mini Dell. Right. It is yes. so good seeing another Sailor oh. in a Broncos jersey. He, the depth we have is so good. Oh, it is awesome. So yeah. that was that was easy. We don't need to talk too much about that. They were what we expected. Bulldogs are shit house. When do we buy tickets to the to the GF? Oh, soon. Real we, lock it in? we we might talk to Alfie next week about yeah. that. Yeah. Just see if they need an orange boy or something. If Mate, we could they get two. <laughs> yeah, sorry, boys, that is. Lolly boy. We'll we'll almost do any. I'll tell you what, the scenes of Katoni at the uh at the where was he? Give me so I Katoni, tell you, where was he? Shareholders, it's like talking to a brick wall today. <laughs> This guy. This is what I do every week with this guy. I fella. am getting absolutely nothing. He was at the Edens Hill Hotel. Katoni, when was he at the Edens Two Hill? Two weeks ago. What was he doing? He had his shirt off and he was dancing. I didn't know this. He was dancing like this. you probably last night at Fluffy's or wherever you were. We got the same rig, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, there was another really good win. Now, I want to quickly talk. The Titans were completely hard done by them. They had a call last night. I had a photo sent through to me today. Not sure if you've seen it. You were probably punching Zeds. <laughs> but a similar thing happened to what happened to them last week. And now they had a penalty that got blown off side. Yeah, that, that really hurt me. That happened last night. Yeah. And the whistle didn't go. Yeah. So Titans should feel really hard done by again. It's it's been a it's been a tough, tough year for the titties, but they'll keep fighting. Um, hey, going back to old meat man, Mr. Kangaroo Meat, if you had to give up one thing, right? Each out of these two <laughs> We've things, done a complete We've done a complete 180, and that's what we do on off-field drama. When it pops in, we go. Would you give up for a year, if you had to choose, red meat or alcohol? Oh, gee whiz. Someone put this to me the other day. I'd give up red meat. You'd go vegan. I love my seafood. Give up all meat. <laughs> like I said, saucy, I'd give up red meat. Okay. Is seafood meat? No, seafood's a, f- hey, you know. Seafood. <laughs> yeah, it's like, shellfish. Why, what would you give up? It is shellfish, yeah, that's the right word. I reckon I'd give up booze. Fucking hell. Just one year. Tell you what you could do with giving up meat. <laughs> 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 I'm into him early. Oh. I feel like Tim Zoo's on a right jacket. He sees how vulnerable I am, and he's just he's just poking holes in me. Absolute oh, dagger. His guard's down yeah. right now, and I've just, I can't even lift it. I've thrown a right jab there. Yeah, some can, some can't, Samuel, and you know, <laughs> you can't. So you would give up booze? I'd give up booze. Yeah, just Sorry. love meat that much. Love meat. Really? All, all kinds of meat. Yeah. What's your favourite steak? Uh, I don't mind just a good rump. Yeah. I, don't, I like lately though, I like a bit of fat on the on the, mm. on the 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 cut. So like a scotch fillet, which is like a ribeye. Okay. Or a, a prime rib on the bone. One of those. Medium rare? Yeah. Sometimes you get it cooked by someone who knows, knows what they're doing. Go rare. Try a rare steak. It'll rock your world. Really? Yeah. Oh, I've got no time. I'm sorry for anyone that orders a well done steak. No. Like I didn't. zero time. Is that a thing? Apparently. Who does it? Do people, you, people that hate flavour. Now, when you're in the restaurant and someone says that to you, do you just go, start again? <laughs> if someone orders a well done steak, do you just go, mate, start again? What do you want? I just walk away. <laughs> I don't finish the order. I say, buddy, you're in the wrong place. That is ludicrous. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's a crime. Ordering a well done steak, especially a uh, people, you know, the eye fillets, the mm. real thick ones. Yeah, yeah. They take about an hour to, to cook and they wonder why it takes so long for their meal to come out. Hey, pal, you've ordered a fucking <laughs> charred, brown, flavorless, lifeless piece of meat. That's why it's taken an hour because of your choice. That's bad. I'm a medium rare. I'll eat safe. any. It's yeah, safe. I'll eat any sort of meat. You know me. I've seen you. I've yeah. seen you eat. Uh, you I'm, eat the leftovers too. I'm like a garbage bin disposal. Yeah, you a give it to me. Yeah, I'll yeah. clean it up. 
I've seen you often not order food and just pick off the scraps oh, and leftovers of other, such, other people's that food. That is such bullshit. I don't know about that. I'll tell you what will happen. It's because I finish my meals like none of the other boys around me and I just – I keep going. You don't get to this size saucy <laughs> if you don't eat, big fella. I was going to say, where's it go? <laughs> That's your carbs? Clearly not. <laughs> I tell you, there's a reason I sit on the toot for half the day, mate. <laughs> Bit of a squirter. Oh, Straight no. through you. No, no. Solid's where I come from. Hey, mate. what's your sauce? What's your favourite sauce? Diane or mushroom? Yeah. Yourself? Yeah, you got to go those. Yeah. Either of those two. There was a great deal that used to happen at the Newey. Now, I know this is a competition of yours, and I still cannot believe this. For $15.99, you could get a steak, Caesar salad, and schooner a beer. That's exceptional. Now- How big was the steak? Decent size. Yeah. I'd say two fifty. Yeah. The they, Caesar salad was pretty nice too. Now Do you go salad or Caesar? What type of salad? What do you like mean? your little- a, a garden salad yeah, or something? Yeah, your little garden oh, salad. You go, you go Caesar if the option's Caesar there. all day, yeah. yeah, yeah if the yeah, option's there. Yeah. It's a Caesar party. The steak was probably from, you know, they feed it to fucking circus animals or something. I'll tell you what, for fifteen ninety nine, I'd live there. He'd be a circus animal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, we used to give that an absolute... Hiding. Oh, yeah. shit, yeah. The Newey's a, a brilliant pub. We should do it. We should do on the pod our top 10 pubs. In, yeah, uh, we in can Brizzy. we, we can do that. do that. Yeah, we'll think about that and get do back you to want, shareholders. Do you want me to be honest or we'll leave the Caxton out of it? <laughs> oh yeah, we'll yeah, leave yeah. bias out of it because I know where that'd be on your uh, on the list, but we'll just <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll divert yeah. that. Well, we'll take that off. I might come up with a couple of smokies. Yeah, I also this I have a little bone to pick with someone that uh, said to me today. They're um they're not from here. They're from out of town, and they mm. kind of I'll use your your lingo. They ear bashed Brisbane to me. Wait, is this an Uber driver? No, no, no. Someone from from uh, within within someone from Wales was ear bashing. <laughs> oh, was ear bashing the great state of Brisbane. What the Welsh are into us already? And I and she said, "What do you do here? Like, there's nothing to do." Yeah. And I said, "What do you? What's to do in Wales?" Yeah. And forgive me if I'm wrong. It's kind of like. I didn't know the British and Irish lines were in town. What's she doing here? Oh, mate. How did you know it was a girl? Well, he or she, <laughs> I don't know. What? So they said to you there's nothing to do in Brisbane. And I immediately just – I got on the front foot. Yeah. I got offensive and I said, we've got some of the great pubs in in the world. Oh. And that's that's where I, that's where that comes from, I think. I'll tell you what, and I, she, whoever this person is, you've wound me up really good because let me tell you what you can do in this city. And this isn't just Brisbane anymore. Mm. This is the Olympic city. It's okay? the Olympic fucking so city. So put a bit of fucking respect on this city's name. Last time I checked, is <laughs> the Olympics in Wales? <laughs> yeah. Nah. Mate, Wales couldn't afford to fucking host an Olympics. They haven't got enough fucking... It's the new world city. It's okay? the new world city. We've got a new casino. We're building bridges every second day, it feels like. <laughs> There's shit going underwater. We've got a beach in South Bank. The Cross River Rail. Cross River Rail. Where that's going to be booming. Gabba's getting knocked. you got Sunny Coast, Gold Coast, hour up the road, hour down the road. Albion Park right across the road from the creek. It's not getting knocked down. That's hanging around. You got Suncorp. Suncorp Stadium's right on our doorstep. We got the fucking Brisbane Broncos, baby. Ballymore's just been redone. She's got the spruce up. I tell you what, whoever this person is, you need a good hard look at yourself, or otherwise you'll be on a one way ticket back to Wales. They're uncultured. Yeah. What the fuck's Wales got? I don't know. They got they got they got Wrexham Football Club with Ryan Reynolds, and that's about it. I'd love to Google what to do in Wales. You'd come up with, sorry, search results not here. Because <laughs> there's fuck all to do. Page still loading. Where is Wales? Uh, in England? Yeah, it is. North of Australia? Yeah. <laughs> right, so it's that time of the week for Flog of the Week. Now, my Flog of the Week, it was a little touchy. Um, with Saucy, so I've passed the baton over to him this weekend. Yeah. Or should I say this week? The the Wallabies. We've touched on it, what, you know, 
It's it's the man that was behind the whistle, Mr. Yarko Piper of South Africa. Mm. He um he couldn't keep that whistle out of his mouth and let the game of the great game of rugby union flow. Mm. And that's the way it needs to be played. It's like a diaper to a baby for him. Literally. Literally. So I, I thought, you know, he's coached since I think twenty sorry, refereed since twenty eleven. And uh it's twenty twenty three right now. So He's had a he's had a good notch under his uh his belt of games. I think it's it's uh sixteen games that man has uh, refereed. Australia has only won five, all against you know Argentina, I think USA, Scotland. I did my homework actually. <laughs> I, uh, Shareholders, he has done his homework here, which is I've, uncharted territory. I've got all the uh, the scores. I'm not going to read them out, but uh, don't bore us. Uh, you know they. <laughs> The only teams they beat, Argentina, USA, and Scotland. So they should be beating him. They lose every game that he has refereed. They've, they've lost to um, France, England, and New Zealand. And, and he obviously not, doesn't do South Africa because it's a bit of a conflict of interest for him. Read it as you will, as, you know, the Wallabies, they might not be the best team in the world, but when Yarko Piper's behind the whistle, they're certainly not fucking winning a game against those top-tier teams. So, Yarko, you are my fucking flog, <laughs> flog and knob of the week. And what's funny about this is is we never like to blame the refs here at Off-Field Podcast. Because it's never, it's, it's never the referees. It's never the refs' fault that Saucy's gone. Yeah. He's gone straight after the ref, saying that the reason the Wallabies aren't having success is under Yarko's... It's Yarko. Uh, it's Yarko's officiating. When Yarko's got the whistle, we're no hope. When Yarko... You see Yarko on, run out on the field. Like, like, what did I call him? Back the, the opposition. The, the Danny DeVito, Eddie Jones looking <laughs> crossbreed dweeb that was bullied when he played. Now he's a referee. But also the... <laughs> the uh, the game would be nothing without the refs. you got to remember that. But you are still the off-field drama, flog and knob of the week. What are, what are we calling it? No, it's knob of the week. Knob of the week? All right. Come on, we're six episodes in here. Yeah, we'll get it right. Yeah, we'll get it right. We'll get it right, okay. Now, I was hung over uh, yesterday. Shock like, horror. <laughs> lying on the couch. And naturally, when you're hung over, you find yourself watching things that you probably wouldn't watch if you weren't. Mm. Fair to say. Fair to say. Now, I was watching, what happened to be on was the WNBA, All-Star Weekend for the women's. Now, there's a lady by the name of Brittany Griner, okay? Now, are you familiar with Brittany? Somewhat, mate. Fill me in. Fill you in. Now, Brittany Griner. Not proficient in my NBWNBA watching. <laughs> Brittany Griner, ladies and gentlemen, has recently been done with cannabis in Russia. Wow. Okay? Which is highly illegal and being locked up, and yet the Americans are treating her like she's been wrongfully detained. Now, you want to see the carry-on that she was getting at this All-Star Weekend. It is pissing me off, Saucy. Is it now? Well, because she gets done with weed in a country where it's highly illegal and yet she comes back to America and they bring the red carpet on her like she got fucking kidnapped over there and she's so lucky to be back. Did we throw the red carpet out when Michelle Corby got done with a fucking bodyboard full of uh, marijuana? What I think the Americans forget is what, what is illegal in other countries. Yeah. And might, might, that might not be legal in uh, – it might be legal in America. It's still illegal over there, so you've got to abide by their fucking rules. Yeah. God bless America, but this is Russia, kids. You're speaking to two American passport holders. Yeah. So, hey, common sense. Now, if you were dumb enough to bring cannabis in to a country that says it's illegal – you, well, know, you know it's Russia, for starters. Yeah. Guess what, Brittany? You do time in, in the big cell. You do time in the gulag. <laughs> now, old Sleepy Joe over here decided <laughs> that he'd chime up and get involved in all this. Now, Sleepy Joe, let me give you a few tips, big fella, because that idiot, if he was playing cards, he'd be so bad at it. Do you know what he decided to do? What? He decided to do a prisoner swap with what they call the death of merchant. <laughs> this bloke is one of the biggest arms dealers in Russia that America's got detained, but he thought, no, no, we want our girl Brittany back. No way. So we'll give you 
the the death of merchant or the merchant of death. The merchant of death. Merchant of death. I got that. Sounds like a terrorist. Sounds like a terrorist. All right. Sound like you've stopped a. Someone's had the Britney Grinder for a for a terrorist. <laughs> oh, we need Britney back. She wants to play All Star Weekend. <laughs> I am sick and tired of hearing Americans gasp on about oh we love Britney and she's so lucky to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? You gave up the Merchant of Death for Britney, so she better score a few buckets. <laughs> Oh, oh I am good. sick of it. Seriously, any more sympathy for Britney? There's a guy out there called Paul Whelan. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, Sleepy Joe, this is why our dumb Sleepy Joe is. Sleepy Joe said, We want Paul Whelan and we want Britney for the, 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 the merch, merchant of death. The merchant of death. Because you can't just, you shouldn't just get one for the merchant of death. You've got to put a bit of respect on the merchant the, of death. The merchant no. of death's worth about, worth about two to three bodies. <laughs> He's worth more than seven foot Britney Griner. He's, he's probably taken about 50 bodies over in <laughs> Russia. Now, Paul, now, Paul, Paul Whelan here, he's a US Marine that got uh, detained over there because they're apparently spying. Mm. Now, let me t- give you a hot tip with Paul. Paul Paul's still in the lockup in Russia. Is he? Sleepy Joe forgot about him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he fell asleep on him. <laughs> so, Paul Paul, we feel for your brother. We want you back. We hope you come back. We want you to spy. But that's on you, POTUS. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm going after the POTUS now. He won't hear. He's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> but no more sympathy on Britney, okay? She should be detained. She brought cannabis into the country. Michelle Corby brings a boogie board full of... Michelle Corby. What's her name? Chappelle. Chappelle. The great Chappelle Corby. She brings a a boogie board full of weed and you don't see at the time, I don't know who was running our country, but we weren't bringing the red carpet out for her. Yeah. To, we didn't have any merchant of deaths in Australia to swap it, for Michelle. I think it was John. Ah. Oh, Johnny. The greatest to ever do it. John Howard. You see, this is the difference between Sleepy Joe and John Howard. John Howard goes, all right, Michelle Corby, you've got a boogie board full of weed. No, we're not going to give you the merchant of death because you brought weed into a country where it's fully illegal. Meanwhile, Sleepy Joe goes, no, baby, I need to be throwing alley-oops to Britney. Bring her back, baby. Bring her back. Just, mate, Sleepy Joe couldn't fucking alley-oop if he tried. Hey, wake up, Sleepy Joe. You just lost the Merchant of Death. So there you go. That's my little pissed off moment of the week. That's Burke's backyard. Mate, uh, good show. Great show. Ep 7, massive things happening. Yeah, we 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 know you know. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. We're on we're on his schedule. We're on his timeline. Yeah. We will wait for him. Shareholders, be patient. Ep seven, it feels right. Mate. It feels real right. And we'll we'll be in a better Play I'll speak for song. myself. Hey? Play that song? Oh yeah. Oh shit, yeah, we will. I'll uh I'll make sure I'll make a promise to you that I'll uh I'll show up to next week's show. Better than the state I am today. Don't but, uh, don't give promises you can't uh Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies.